Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. In the NOCO is supported by Blue Federal Credit Union, with locations from Denver to Cheyenne, helping members tap into the power of community. More information at bluefcu.com. From KUNC and the NPR Network, this is In the NOCO, a daily slice of Northern Colorado news and happenings. It's Tuesday, February 27th. I'm Erin O'Toole. In 2021, Nikki Gonzalez became Colorado's first Latina state historian. For the Regis University history professor, studying and teaching the subject is very personal. When I was state historian, I would dedicate my presentations and my activities to my paternal grandmother, who I never met, um, but who was a single mother of three boys here in Denver. Um, Her family, they were um, miners and they worked in the agricultural fields of northern Colorado, Boulder County. I think the most satisfying thing has been being able to honor my family's history. Tomorrow at the History Colorado Center, Gonzalez delivers remarks for the unveiling of a new curriculum on Denver's Chicano movement. Today, we're listening back to her thoughts on that movement and much more. Now, you are the first Latina to hold the role of Colorado State Historian since that position was created, gosh, almost 100 years ago in 1924. Now that your term is over, I'm wondering how you feel about that now. What did that mean to you? Oh, my goodness. I would say that it was probably one of the more meaningful professional experiences that I've ever had. And I would even say personal experiences because I think it was deeply personal for me. And I've been reflecting on it still quite a bit um, about what it meant and kind of the journey that I was on and the relationships that I established because of that. Now, one of your goals in your role as state historian was to shine a light on untold stories from Colorado's past and to to make what we think of as history more inclusive to everyone. I'm wondering if there was a specific historical event or happening that you wanted to highlight. Yes. And and what was the result? Absolutely. So, yes, I did go in with the um, desire to amplify stories that hadn't been told before and I would say that, I mean, the year itself was a bit of a blur, but it was a blur of those experiences. So I was invited to so many events, including events in Fort Collins about the beat workers, um, in Leadville about the the Irish miners and their families who were buried in the pauper grave. Um, You know, Lafayette, there was a community historian who was telling a local story that that is really important. And so uh, all of those different experiences really I think, um, just made my experience very satisfying. One thing that's always been interesting to me is that there are still a lot of people who think of our state's history as kind of a frontier mining and ranching towns in the Old West. But there is so much more diversity to our history. I know one area of interest for you here is the Chicano movement in Colorado. And for people who may not know about its significance, what should we know about this movement here? Oh, that's a great question. So people, I would really love it if people knew how important Colorado was to the national Chicano movement. Um, Colorado was definitely one of the epicenters of that movement. And it's also important to know that when we say the term Chicano movement, we're really meaning 
a lot of different movements um, throughout mainly the Southwest and California that, um, you know, had a similar set of goals, which was the, you know, the furtherance of the civil rights of Mexican-American people and, you know, who who adopted the name Chicano um, during that period. And so, yes, Colorado was absolutely an important part of that. Could you talk about how your background and your culture shaped who you are today? Oh, it shapes everything. So I often, you know, those who know me know I really like James Baldwin. And I often refer to a quote out of his 1965 essay called uh, "White The White Man's Guilt. And um, it's, a, it's a quote that talks about how we carry our histories with us and all of our frames of reference, our aspirations. The way we see the world is really shaped by our histories. And I've always been deeply interested in knowing more about my own story and because of racism, because of, a, you know, history of oppression. And, you know, for some of us, including my family, the history is, is not always pleasant. And, you know, it's a, it's a history of struggle. And so there's always been a reluctance in my family to, to talk too much about the past until recently. And so I would say that my, um, my identity, my heritage, my history, has been one of like searching for it, <laughs> searching for my identity. And I see that paralleled with the, the Latino community or the Chicano community as well. Um, kind of like we, we are demanding in some ways to, to know our history. And, and that's a good thing. Well, I wonder if there was something specific that drew you to study history versus going into some kind of activism or finding this fulfillment somewhere else. That, that's a great question, too. So I, I tend to be more introverted and really from so, you know, being out there and being an activist really doesn't fit my personality too much. So I feel like I can contribute through my scholarship, through the, you know, the personal relationships that I develop. Um, and I've been interested in stories and the stories of people, um, really nonfiction stories since since I was a little kid. I mean, I remember in second and third grade being drawn to stories about American leaders. My parents got me a set of books. And then at school, I just read through this entire series of books about um, American Indian leaders and, and uh, warriors and people who had these great stories. And so I've always been interested in the stories of people. And I think, you know, my professional career has followed that trajectory. And when it comes to Hispanic or Latino contributions to Colorado history, is, is there something you wish more people knew about, maybe a specific story that you wish had more attention? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a collection of stories. I wish people knew just how deeply rooted um, the Latino people are in, in this history. Um, we were here, you know, uh, we have indigenous roots. Uh, we were here very early. And I would also want them to know the indigenous history as well. Um, but I would want them to know that, you know, the, the deep, the, the, the history long ago that reaches, you know, before Colorado was a state, before the United States was even a country, you know, this was, this was indigenous land. And then the, it was part of New Spain. And then it was part of Mexico. And so I wish people really understood that that was, that is a really rich history too. Definitely. That is professor and former Colorado state historian, Nikki Gonzalez. It's been so wonderful to chat with you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you for having me. And I really appreciate you doing this series.
Gonzalez will give remarks at an event tomorrow afternoon at History Colorado during the launch of a new curriculum for K-12 students focused on Denver's Chicana movement. That event starts at 2 p.m. You'll find more information about it in our show notes and at KUNC.org. And there is so much Colorado history worth digging into and exploring. What is your favorite or perhaps your favorite lesser known piece of Colorado history? We want to know. You can share it with us in a text or voicemail at 970-614-5323. Tell us your name and city you're in and we may use your comment in a future episode. That's 970-614-5323 or email us at noco at kunc.org. That is it for us today here on In the NoCo. We'll be back tomorrow with more of what's happening around Northern Colorado. Robin Vincent is our executive producer. I'm your host, Darren O'Toole. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next time.